You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. I am. From Podcast Detroit and Rock in Royal Oak, Michigan. It's time to take a leap of faith with Jackie, Rocky, Nora, and Gina for some entertainment and inspiration. Join them every Wednesday at noon. You can always find us at podcastdetroit.com. I gotta ask, what were you born to do? It's murder time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Somebody bring me a mirror. Bring me a glass of wine. <laughs> All right. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hop Day. A little rough start today. What's new? This is now become our new normal. Our new normal is we can't start the show on time. That's not good. But uh, anyway, uh, so before we get into a really cool show today, um, so uh, Chris Jenner, I have to ask you guys, she's coming out with her own skincare line. And what, do you, what was that about, Nora? Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, Nora and I have a uh, very like we have very schools of thought on the Kardashian yeah. Jenner comment. Okay, but I'm on one very so it's like forget the presidential campaign. It's like do you love or not love the Kardashians? Well, and but I'm no. very far on one For, side. Forget of that. <laughs> forget that whole thing with the Kardashians. But do you guys uh, buy skincare that is endorsed by a celebrity or no? No, I. I buy alcohol and witch hazel. That's what I do. Right into your proven method. And the, and the right. witch hazel is for the face. Alcohol is what you drink. For the yeah. enzymes. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. You got it, Jackie. Yeah. What about you, Gina? Uh, no, I do not buy celebrity endor- endorsed products. You don't? Mm-hmm. No. no. Even, even I, if it's you absolutely admire and love you don't just curious um i can honestly say that i don't i couldn't tell you what anybody in the 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 world of hollywood or the celebrity what they use i have no idea what i but then but then how do you know because they do you know they have like um facelifts and they do you don't know what they're doing so right yeah yeah well i don't I don't believe the hype of it. So let's yeah, put it like that. Same here. Well, like Jennifer Lopez just put out her line, which oh, looks yeah. pretty good. And she, I mean, come on, she <laughs> looks amazing. But yeah, that, she works like, out you, every day with a trainer. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not just that too, but she can afford, you know, $1,000. Exactly. So it's exactly. not just the product right. she's but, using. But, but you buy some I, well, skincare. 
not necessarily skincare because skincare to me is different, but I definitely use makeup. Oh, like I love okay. the Fenty, that's, that's different. Yeah, like the Fenty Beauty line, I love, and I I do like KW Beauty. Like her okay. contour kit is awesome, and oh, so I couldn't even it. tell you who 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 yeah. promotes. <laughs> we go, Gina and I. We go to Walgreens and Rite Aid. We get our yeah. our makeup from there. That's where that's our makeup okay. goes. You <laughs> look beautiful. So. <laughs> Anyway, um, anywho, anywho, well, well, I have a, yeah. I, I just invested in a at-home spa what that I just, I just got so a notification. Not, that not, said, not, no, so. no, we can use it though. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> what is, what is an at-home spa? Yeah. Um, what is like that? Steamer, I got, um, like a little microdermabrasion oh, machine. Yeah. I <laughs> and, do too. It's called a washcloth. You get yep. it. <laughs> yeah, and you rub it on. Yeah. No, I'm That's- such a sucker. I literally don't care about clothes or like anything else. But it, when it comes to skincare stuff, I am just a sucker for skincare. I can't help it. And, and you know what? That's that's good. That's very good. It's yeah. so I- funny. It's so funny how we how you know we're obsessed with one thing or or another. Yeah. My yeah. my client was in yesterday and she had me cracking up because she did her own waxing. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she was like when she pulled the wax off of her eyebrow, she was like she said she said I saw stars. I had like an out of body experience. She was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I used to do at-home waxing. I have an at-home wax kit. And oh um, like the whole nine mm-hmm. yards, arms, you're brave, you're brave, legs, everything. And then after a while, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, forget yeah. And now mm-hmm. I just, I don't even shave anymore. So it's like, fine. Like, hey, well, <laughs> well, the you hair, will, you know, listen, I have you no hair to shave. You get on that boat this summer. <laughs> we'll see, Gina. We'll see. <laughs> she's, she's gonna whack. Gina, she's going to wax you on the boat this summer. <laughs> God, no. Yeah. Uh, please, anyway. please, please videotape that please yeah. 100 yeah. <laughs> all right so uh let's get started because we have a great show and cat knows we need help so yeah we need it all, <laughs> all right, see what guys. you can do in 45 minutes yeah well i don't think you need him yeah. for what for the 45 minutes here so listen uh, if he had if, if david has internet connection problems we'll know it was even more than what he wanted <laughs> <laughs> So far, so good. You are listening to the Nooner Show. We appreciate your support. We hope you get inspired to take a leap of faith. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nooner Show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at the Nooner Show. Our show today is sponsored by The Parlor in Hadley, Michigan, a music-themed pizzeria where pizza rocks. Also, check out Happy Days Records and more, a new music slash clothing store, and so much more located at 1801 West Genesee Street in Lapierre. And from the makers of Dope Water, if you can be anything, why not be dope? Why not be dope? This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Our guest today is known as the Motor City Hypnosis, whose mission is to help his clients overcome obstacles and commit to their goals. Whether it's losing weight, quitting smoking, or tackling issues like anxiety, depression, or stress, 
David Wright is using tried true methods to help his clients reach their desired results. David is a therapist with a master's degree in counseling and a certified hypnosis who has been practicing for over 25 years. David's technique uses the count or the conscious and subconscious minds to minimize his clients' fullest, maximize his clients' fullest potential. David's entertaining personality has made him a sought-off speaker drawing drawing sold out conferences pre-COVID, obviously, across the entire country. Welcome to the show, David Wright. Thank you, guys. Quite a a buildup I have to live up to now, you know. (laughs) (laughs) This might be the worst show you've ever done. (laughs) That's not us. Before we dig into what hypnosis and the difference between hypnosis and therapy. Give us a little bit of the backstory of what led you into the mental health industry. Oh, it goes way back. And I won't give away my age, although it's old. But um, I, I, volun- I started way back when, when I was in high school, actually. I volunteered at a summer camp every summer as a camp counselor. So I would have teenagers, you know, it was eight, eight, nine weeks of camp. And we'd have different groups of teenagers come in every week. And I was their camp counselor for my cabin. So it started there. And then when I went to school, I majored in psychology for my undergrad and then went on to get my uh, graduate degree, my master's degree in counseling. Wow. So I kind of was already set up even in high school. That's kind of what I wanted to do because I I kind of fell in love with it. So you knew that early that that's what you wanted to do. Wow. Well, it it switched when I was when I was like seven or eight. I wanted to be a veterinarian, but (laughs) somewhere along the line, I. I still loved animals, of course, but it switched to humans. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What drew you to that? Cause that's very, uh, that's a very young age to, right. mm-hmm. you know, have a passion for mental health and, and helping, people. Yeah, helping people. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to go into all the sordid details, but I come from a divorced family, like a lot of people do. And we had a lot of trials and tribulations growing up. Just let's just say that. So um, I had two older siblings and, and, you know, one of them was in trouble here and there. So I think I kind of grew up thinking, you know, there's got to be, you know, people out there to help. They're, 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 and, and that's, I think that's what set the seed. And then as I got older in high school and started volunteering at camp, I thought I, I just love doing this. Wow. Those were some of the best summers I had. It was, it was great because I just got to leave home, go up in the middle of nowhere, up in Michigan spend two months there. And it was, it was great. That's one of my, my fondest memories of, of my, my adolescence. That's very cool. Yeah. And so how did you from there go into hypnosis? So I'll make a long, very long story, kind of short. When I, when I graduated with my degree and I got licensed to practice therapy, I was using techniques like guided imagery, meditation, Mm. um, uh, 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 mental um, um, practice, rehearsing in your mind, things like that. I was using all the tools that hypnosis uses. So I just thought at some point I just need to get certified. So I just went back and got certified as a hypnotist, hypnotherapist, and they've been using that ever since. So how do you, how do you get certified as a hypnotherapist? Do you go in and you hypnotize the person that's going to cert- certify you? And then they certify <laughs> yeah. You? I, 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 yeah. The paper I have is all made up because I just tricked them. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's a very, it's a very um, obscure type of thing because there is no governing body for 
for hypnosis. Mm -hmm. So for example, I'm a licensed, I'm a licensed professional counselor. I'm licensed by the state of Michigan to practice therapy with hypnosis and hypnotherapy. There is no governing body. So you could get certified by one of hundreds of different organizations Mm -hmm. and their requirements are all different. Mm -hmm. So, so it, it's, it's kind of a, a misnomer because there is no such thing as a licensed hypnotherapist. Mm-hmm. They just have a certification and it came from somewhere. You don't know where, you don't know what their criteria was. So, wow. and, and I, I always like to set this straight when I do interviews that you'll see people advertising themselves as hypnotherapists, but they may not have any mental health experience whatsoever. Wow. And see, that's what I always wondered. That's what I wondered about that. You could, you could say you are a hypnotist. You know, but but are you do you have the credentials to do it? Yeah, right. And and they do have a credential. They can say, yeah, I'm a certified hypnotist Uh or certified hypnotherapist, but they may not have any mental health experience whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And there are certain states without getting into that big issue, like Florida, you cannot call yourself a hypnotherapist unless you have a mental health degree. Oh, oh, okay. Most right. states yeah. don't have any requirements whatsoever for hypnotists or hypnotherapists. Wow. So why do, why do you think that is? Is it because it's 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 just not that common or what, what I, do you I, think I, it is? I think it's common, but I think a lot of, I, I, I hate to say it, but a lot of states have much bigger issues to worry about and, <laughs> and that kind of falls along. Yeah. I, I've actually met with a couple of our state reps regarding this issue and mm-hmm. while they seem interested you know, they're, they're, they're a lot bigger fish to fry and then oh, okay. their things. I, I think that's the, the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I, I would really like to see Michigan have something set up like that, where you have to be a mental health professional to call mm-hmm. yourself a hypnotherapist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, are there many um, hypnotherapists in Michigan? Yes. I mean, I mean, yes, there are a lot. I go to a conference every year and unfortunately last year because of COVID it got knocked out, but I go to a conference every year called Hypno Thoughts. It's in Las Vegas, and there's hypnotists and hypnotherapists wow. from all over the country. We probably have, well, again, pre-COVID, the last conference I went to, there were probably two thousand wow. hypnotists there. Wow! How would you like to be? How, how would you like to be in that room? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty uh it's pretty uh I'm trying to think of a good word for it. Uh, <laughs> Crazy at times, let's say that. You get it, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, describe yeah. hypnosis and describe hypnotherapy. I, I mean, yeah. I know I'm sure I have misconceptions about it, and so many people right. do. Describe what that is exactly. In a nutshell, and very simply put, hypnosis is simply a relaxed state of body and mind. Mm-hmm. Now, the mind part's the important part because that's really the part where we make changes. Now, I'm sure we've, and and I I use this example a lot, especially if I'm doing shows to kind of just say, a lot of people have the experience where you're just exhausted. You lie down to go to sleep at night, your body's ready to go to sleep, but your mind won't shut off. It just Mm -hmm. keeps just ruminating and it just keeps you awake for hours. That's the part that we want to quiet down. It's that conscious part of your mind that's always thinking and always analyzing and always responding. Um, and once we quiet that down, we can tap into the subconscious mind, which is where all of our habits are stored, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And when I say habits, something like driving, you don't have to think about how to drive. You've done it so many times that it's automatic. It's embedded in your subconscious. You don't have to think about all those steps it takes to turn the key, hold the wheel, shift here, put your foot there. 
that's all been done so many times. It's, it's, it's just a, a habit. It's a habit that's in your subconscious. The same thing happens with, with ha- thinking habits, anxiety, depression, um, uh, low self-esteem, self-sabotage. These are all these are all mental habits that we started at some point and they've just continued and they run automatically in the background. Mm-hmm. So what we do with hypnosis is we quiet the mind and we tap into that subconscious and that's where we make changes in thinking. So what's the difference between that and therapy for, let's say, somebody who's struggling with anxiety? Well, there are a lot of approaches to therapy, and it depends on your, on your and, and I will say most therapists are eclectic. They, they, use, they don't subscribe to one approach because, I mean, for example, with Freud's approach, psychoanalysis, that's two hours every day for years to do a full analysis. It's just not practical. And people just don't have the time and insurances wouldn't cover that much therapy anyway. But, but most, most therapists are eclectic and there are a lot of different approaches. What I like about hypnosis is that in a way, and, and I don't say that, let, let's say, for example, somebody's had a trauma in their past. I'm not saying that that's not important to resolve, but why not? Let's, let's just change the thinking on it right now so that we can see changes immediately rather than spending a year rehashing what's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Now there are times that's necessary, mm-hmm. but if we can start the thinking changes right now, a lot of that becomes less important because it's just history at that point. It's just something that happened and it doesn't have that effect any longer. So when somebody makes an appointment with you, do you how do you determine if they should be in therapy or if they should get hypnosis? Typically when they call, they will ask for what they're wanting. And a lot of times I'll, and and a lot of times when somebody comes to see me just for therapy, let's say, say they're depressed or they're anxious, I will often use hypnosis as a tool in therapy just to help us make progress. So, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like, I, I use hypnosis a lot in my therapy. Um, and I find that to be very helpful. Many people will call specifically because they want to stop something like they want to stop smoking. They want mm-hmm. to stop overeating. That I know we can work on immediately with hypnosis and get good results. Oh, wow. Have you ever had anyone that you couldn't hypnotize? Yes. And that's always um, um, kind of a maybe a misnomer. But mm-hmm. and I would say it like this. Somebody has to want to be hypnotized. I can't force. Okay. And, and this goes back to misconceptions that Rocky mentioned earlier, that mm-hmm. a lot of people think, I can just automatically just snap my fingers and you're going to be under my control. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You have to want mm-hmm. it to happen. And, and you have to be okay. open to, to that process. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of people are very easily hypnotized. They're mm-hmm. just more open and accepting. A lot of people, it takes a little bit more work. I believe everybody can get there. It's just a matter of time and how we do it. Because they're different. You know, if somebody's a little resistant, I might take an indirect approach to kind of trick them. And I'm not saying trick in a bad way, but just mm-hmm. to bypass that conscious yeah. faculty that's doubting everything. Yeah. Because because I'm sure you you would have someone that wants to do it, but they can't relax enough to let you right. Right. Okay. And, and okay. I may say something and 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 for example, I've had a lot of people who are resistant or they can't relax. And I'll say, well, you know what, let's just pretend, pretend that your mind is relaxed. Mm-hmm. And even just by saying that, it takes the pressure off. Because now, and, and really, I, I, a lot of hypnosis comes from imagination and just being able to put yourself in a different thinking space. Mm. So when I say pretend, they can say, well, I can pretend to do it. And, they, uh, and oftentimes, 
that will just nail under relax just, oh, by, okay. just by using that word because it takes the pressure off a little bit. Okay. Is there, yeah. is there something that people commonly, um, a common reason why people come for hypnotism? Is it like there's probably, always- probably the major one is smoking to stop smoking. Oh. I, I get a lot of, and, and, and honestly, one of the other big populations I have, which is not a typical one, I do a lot of work in, uh, with athletes in the area. Oh. Really? Um, figure skaters. Oh, wow. um, I'm, I'm seeing, uh, I've seen people that um, are in like competitive cheer or something where they're, they've lost confidence or they've gotten some mental block. Mm-hmm. And I use really, and I don't know if you guys are sports fans or skating fans at all, but you'll see it every Olympics. You'll get a, somebody who's a favorite to win the gold medal. Uh-huh. They've done this routine thousands of times flawlessly. When they get to that performance, when those lights come on and it's for the Olympics, they choke. Mm-hmm. It's not oh, physical. Wow. It's, it's not lack of ability because they've done this. I guarantee they've done this routine thousands of times in practice, but there's a mental block that just prevents them and, and, and they just can't get past that mental part. Wow, I see. I would have never thought of athletes, but they, yeah, and, uh, it makes total sense. It does. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Performance. yeah, you see, yeah. I'm like, okay, Being wait, on stage. I, we, yeah. got, we got a text after this. Yeah, and I booked my appointment. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> how how long does it take? Like, uh, let's say if you want to quit smoking, I'm sure it's different for everybody, but on average, how how long? It, like, is it, it is- one session, five sessions? Mm-hmm. I, I would say on average, I always count on three sessions. I have a lot of people who are one and done. Wow. Um, wow. And it depends on the person and it depends mm-hmm. on how, how deeply we can get them into that state of hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, of course, the deeper you are, the more effective it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, how sustainable is it? Like when they quit, do they quit for good? I, or I, I've do had you a find lot of that? clients that have been quit for years and have never come back. Um, I have a lot of, I, I have a, a percentage of clients who have maybe quit for a year, year and a half, and they'll call me back up and say, Hey, I, you know, I, I was out at the bar and I had some drinks. And I just decided to have one and I'm back on the, back mm-hmm. the wagon and, you know, mm-hmm. um, so it, it depends. It, it's every individual is different and they have different triggers. And, and that's the thing to try to address in hypnosis as well as just getting rid of those triggers. Well, when you ask what, what, uh, when you were saying what what's the most I didn't wouldn't have thought I, I guess smoking was up there for me but I would have thought weight loss <laughs> that's what I, I do would a lot of weight loss too okay and, and here's and here's the difficulty and and, and I, I won't say it's more challenging it's just a different thing because with cigarettes we're just eliminating it we're just getting mm-hmm. rid of the triggers you never have to touch it again now we can't do that with food Right. So that's true. We have to do that differently. Yeah. We can't just take it away totally because of course you mm-hmm. people have to eat. You die. You yeah. Feed <laughs> yeah. a light kale. Like, you say that because there, I, um, I, I don't know if you guys, I, you may have mentioned it in the intro, but I, I also do stage shows, um, in those yeah. stage shows, well, comedy that. shows. Yeah. So way back when I'm going to say 20, 30 years ago, there, there, there was this, a couple of hypnotists who used to do this regularly, they would take an onion on stage and have somebody say, oh, I'm going to give you the juiciest, tastiest apple you've ever had. I and remember they'll chomp because- into that onion <laughs> and it won't affect them whatsoever. Wow. 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 I, that would, I, I wouldn't do that routine myself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little, um, 
I don't know. I, I, I just think it's a little shady in a way, you know, mm-hmm. but um, it's like parlor tricks. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, so I, I, I never want to deceive somebody like that and have them taste something bad. It, I, for me, that just doesn't click. With yeah. me. But, but it used to be a big routine way back when. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, that's a good example where if you just change the thinking, yeah, something is different. You think it does. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, now, how does this uh, relate to the secret? The secret. Mm-hmm. Movie. What, what isn't it a movie? It's a book. It's a book and a movie. Book. I don't. I, I'm not familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Okay. It sounds kind of similar, doesn't it? Yeah, I just like know. manifesting and yeah, yeah. Because there was a lot of. Um, well, I mean, it did well, but it was the book. Yeah. It, but there was also a lot of um, controversy mm-hmm. because they it sort of came across that you could visualize, you can relax and you can think of these things and they'll happen. And they'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say a lot of, a lot of visual visualization and thinking in the positive, I mean, that has, does have great effects. I'm not going to say, mm-hmm. I mean, I believe me, I've, I've visualized many times. I'd be a billionaire. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the bottom line is that it has to be something that's realistic and it's yeah. and it's attainable anyway. So yeah. I, I, I mean, and there are some far flung ideas of, um, you know, being, being financially successful. You just have to think about it. Well, no, there's work mm-hmm. involved too. Right. You got to do the work. work along with yeah. You. Right. Um, what's the craziest request you've ever had? <laughs> Okay, so I do, of, like I, said, I do a lot of shows, and this request, believe it or not, it comes up at least a couple of times a year. I will get a request from a nudist colony to do a hypnosis show. Oh my god! But, but the stipulation is I would have to be nude as well. Oh. Yeah. That request has come up numerous times. Oh my god! That's, That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So- did you turn that one away? I, I, I've not accepted it yet. Who knows, you know? Who knows what the future holds? I, I don't know. I, is it on your bucket list? Is it on your bucket list? I, I wouldn't say it's on my bucket list. Uh, that, that, I, I would have to get past some things myself to be able to do that. Yeah. I don't keep visualizing that one. I think yeah, that. right. Yeah. Actually, can you hypnotize yourself? Yeah, that's it. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So so there are, there are all, there also, there are terms and I don't want to confuse you with the terms, but somebody who's very, very easily hypnotizable, we call them somnambulists, which means if I have, like when I do a stage show and I have 30 chairs on stage, 30 people on stage, and I start my routine, I start my, it's not routine part, but the induction is what we call it, getting them into that relaxed state. I can almost tell immediately who my good people are just by the way they're responding. And most people oh. who are somnambulists, I can, I can have them in a trance in three seconds. Wow. Wow. I am one of those people. I can, I can go into trance very quickly. And, and the fact is I've done it so much because with my certification and my seminars and shows, I've, I've been, I volunteered for my, my, I have a lot of friends who are, who are entertainers also, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I volunteered for those their shows numerous times, so uh, I know I can get really fast. Yeah, yeah, that is wow. Really, so so, so can you? So you can you put some? Are you putting doing the uh, hypnotism? Are you doing that through Zoom now because of COVID? Or I am. Okay. Yes. 
Yeah. All right. Hmm. So, hey, how about we? How about we do a quick exercise? Oh. Yes. Oh. Okay. No, don't worry. <laughs> I, I I just see terror in everybody's faces. My connection is going. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. Zoom, this, Zoom's not working. <laughs> no, I was going to give you a, a list of things to just say, you know, get out of her first. I have a <laughs> list for her too. So this is a simple, quick exercise that I do during stage shows just to show what stability is. So what I want everybody okay. to do is clasp your, I'll, I'll try to stay in frame here. Clasp your hands together like this. Put your arms straight out in front of you. Put your fingers about an inch or so apart and then rotate your hands up to keep your arms extended, all right? So I want everybody to focus on the space in between your fingers. Don't worry about me or looking at me or looking at anybody else. I just want you to focus on the space in between your fingers. Look at that space and don't take your eyes off of that space. Focus on that space in between your fingers. Take a deep breath in and out. And I want you to imagine, imagine that your two fingers are powerful magnets pulling and squeezing together. Just imagine that in your mind. Imagine you feel a force squeezing and pinching your fingers together. The harder you try to resist, the more they want to touch. The harder oh you try God. to resist, the more they want to come together. Oh my God. Squeezing, <laughs> pinching, pulling, and look. Freeze. I can't. I can't. Oh my God. Crazy. <laughs> so freeze weird. right there. I think oh. I could see everybody's hands in the screen. Yeah. I think everybody's fingers move. Yeah. Oh my God. This so that. <laughs> In a nutshell, is what hypnosis is. I told you to wow. imagine something. Uh -huh. Your mind made it a physical reality because we know there's no force, there's no magnets. Yeah. Uh -huh. But because I told your mind to think about it, you felt that force in your fingers. I did. Wow. So Ooh. let me ask you this. Well, tell us about your podcast show because yeah. um, you have a great show, by the way. Oh, thank um, you. And you give out free guides too. And one yeah. of the guides that you give out is um, on confidence. Yes. Yeah. Hypnosis well, for confidence, you, MP3. Yeah. So how do you um, help somebody with confidence through hypnosis? Like, doesn't confidence come from experience? It does. And so, so a lot of the suggestions I give in the confidence MP3 recording is focusing on um, not disconnecting from past failures. And, and I don't say it that way because even by saying that word, you may, I, as soon as I say that, you focus on failure. Yeah. So I, so I do it in a more positive way. I, I say, you have to focus on what you're working on and know that if you put your effort into it, you're going to be successful. That's the belief you, because you wouldn't be doing it if you didn't think there was a chance you'd be successful. Mm -hmm. It's like most people at, that start businesses. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of fear involved with it, which I get. And, and, you know, I, ha I have my own business. It, it's not always easy, but it's worth it when you do it. So what I say is that you already know what you want to do. The only thing stopping you is, is your mindset. And if we can change that mindset, it's, 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 it just raises the odds so much more that you're going to be successful at it. Mm -hmm. mm. <clears throat> so, so tell us about the show. When, when does it air? Is it live yep. or um, where do you post so, it? So the show came about actually because of COVID last year. My Typically during spring, summer, I'm super busy as far as shows go with high school graduations, proms, college graduations, uh, fairs during the summer. Um, typically, I'd, I'd be a week at a time at different fairs around the country. 
So when all that went under, I'm like, wow, I, I need to, I, I just need to find another way to reach people. So I started the podcast in June of last year. And I wanted it to be, and, and I don't say this in a negative way, because I'm not slamming anybody, but most of, yeah, I, I went through before I even started, and I went, I probably sampled 50, 60 mental health mm-hmm. podcasts, and they all kind of have a, the same setup. It's like, you know, you have the soft music playing in the background, <laughs> talking real quiet, and then, and then they get into the end of the whole psycho babble, like, you're in a, oh, you're in, you're in this, this, um, this Freudian area and, and people don't connect with that. You know? So I, I said, I'm going to make my, my podcast like I do my shows. I want it to be fun and entertaining and, mm-hmm. and not, yeah. not so serious. That's the big mm-hmm. thing. Um, right. So yeah, that's, that's why I focused on the podcast is trying to make it as entertaining and as, and as uh, enjoyable as possible that it doesn't. And there are times we talk about serious issues, but it's it's not a downer. It's not a, you know, it's mm-hmm. not something that you're just going to be mm-hmm. like, oh, you're not going to feel worse afterwards. Let's say that. Yeah. That's yeah. good. When you're I, working with, I, I said, he's kind of like the Gary V of mental health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's fantastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and I like the show to be more of it's, I, I kind of model it more after like, cause, cause I, I don't edit. I don't, well, you guys don't either. You just know. Because <laughs> I, I, I know yeah. a lot of these podcasters spend yeah. hours editing and making sure everything's. I just run it like it's a radio show. If I screw yeah. up, screw it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's there. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah, run because you you want it to be real. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 The imperfections are what make it relatable, and right. in, in my opinion, trustworthy. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. yeah. When you and of course, I always have a lot of fun, fun sound effects and things in the background. You know, I'm sure if you guys listen to it, you probably yeah. heard a lot of those. So, so yeah, I, I just like to make it more personable and 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 so people can just enjoy themselves. Really, that's my mm-hmm. whole focus. Since I can't perform, now I can perform yeah, on, yeah. online. Yeah. <laughs> Go, Gina. After you work with Go someone. Ahead. And you, they've had, they've had one or three or five sessions, whatever. What's the, what's a, what's the takeaway you usually tell them to maintain their calm or their peace or their focus? Like, what's the one thing that they have to do to continue on in this journey of success with your work? So when I hypnotize someone, I always provide, and, and this is a little bit more difficult through Zoom, which I'm doing, or through online um, uh, telehealth appointments. But even, even if they're in person or through telehealth, I always provide what we call anchors. And anchors are things in hypnosis that connect them to their experience, their, their feeling when they're in hypnosis. So a lot of times it's visualizing a color. And, and when they're deep in hypnosis and I've given suggestions, I, I tell them, I'm like, okay, I want you to visualize a color in your mind. I want you to see it vividly and clearly and just hold on to that color and lock that into your mind right now. So that any point from this moment going forward, you see that color is just going to reinforce over and over again, mm. the suggestions that I've given you. So whether they okay. see it on TV or in their house, or they think about it, that just reinforces that. The other oh. thing we do is what we call is a physical anchor. And a lot of times I'll just have them squeeze their thumb and forefinger together while they're in a state of trance. And that's also a physical anchor. So that I said, at any point, if you just want to feel relaxed, squeeze your thumb and forefinger together and take a deep breath in and out. And immediately you're going to have the same feeling you're having right now. 
Okay. So those are, those are what we call anchors. They're, they're visual, they're mental, they're also physical that, that can bring somebody right back to that feeling of relaxation that they had in my office. Okay. So, so it's not like if you, you hear a bell and you cluck like a chicken. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I could do that. I mean, in my shows, in my shows, we do a lot of fun stuff like that. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> um, How can people find your podcast show? They can find it on any of the podcast providers. It's Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Um, so all, all the major podcast platforms, um, iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. And when does um, it, I, it It comes out every Tuesday, Thursday. I do two half-hour episodes a week. Um, and if you want to catch me on during a live, because I always Facebook Live it when I record. I record every Friday evening at uh, 5 o'clock, 5 to 6 every Friday evening. Oh, cool. Okay. Although, so, don't look this Friday because I have I had to take this Friday off because my here I'll show you guys. <laughs> my, my 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 dog had to have a eye surgery yesterday. Aww, oh, Dana. <laughs> yeah. So Aww. there he is in his cone of shame. Aww, poor baby. <laughs> Aww. So Aww. I, I have to I have to take care of him on Friday because my wife is out of town. Aww. <laughs> So but now yeah, every, every Friday, other than this Friday, it's five to six Facebook live. I'm also on podcast Detroit network, of course, mm-hmm. um, podcast so, Detroit North, Northville studios. So if you, if COVID hadn't happened, would you have done a podcast or were you just too I, busy to even do that? Nope. I, I think I would have, because I've been, I've been meaning to do it. And honestly, oh, okay. about a year now, it was probably two years ago. Now I actually recorded a couple of episodes in my home office oh. and I, I just, it, it just got lost in the shuffle and it just didn't get going. Um, and I think you guys, you guys know Mary Grace, right? You've had mm-hmm. her on your show. Okay. And I actually start when she launched her podcast, I was co-hosting with her for a bit. Oh, uh, when we oh started. I didn't know that. And then <laughs> And, and, and definitely on good terms. I just said, mm-hmm. hey, hey, Mary Grace, I don't want to bail on you because she has two other co-hosts as well. I said, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to bail on you, but I want to focus on my own and get this moving. So yeah. um, so we started there. I moved into my own and then started that up probably three, four months after her started. Oh, okay. yeah. great. Um, yeah. Now, are, are you accepting new clients? Uh, that's a tough question. Um, yes, but it's very limited time. Um, yes, but none of you girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might get a discount. At least, at, least, at least you think you'll get a discount. <laughs> when you leave, you'll 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 have no idea. You'll think it was free. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, for the people that um, you do it. <laughs> Uh oh, they're walloping around you. Say that again, Jackie. Say, say one more time, Jackie. You guys froze up for a minute. Yep. Oh, and what, there they go again. Can you guys yeah. hear us? Say it one more time. You keep you froze uh-huh. up. Okay. Well, oh my God. <laughs> every, every time she starts to say it, she freezes up. Okay. I'm going to ask something. I'm not going to say what she said. Can you hear me? No. No, no. no one can hear me. We hell? can hear you now, but uh, my audio is on. Every time okay. you start to say what you're okay. going to say, it cuts out. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Um, what are a couple things that people can do on their own, you know, to start working towards those goals? So if they have a goal to quit smoking or a goal yeah. to lose weight or a goal to gain more confidence, mm-hmm. what is something someone can do at home? Well, <laughs> help them well let me let me go with that. What one of the easier things to do is to to do deep breathing. And I know that sounds trite and cliche. But if, in, and I find myself doing this from during, when I go throughout my day, it'll be at late afternoon, I've seen six or seven clients and I'll find myself, I feel like I'm, I've been panting all day, like just these little breaths. And I just stop and spend five minutes just deep breathing, way deep down into your diaphragm and slowly out. And automatically that, that relaxes you. It relaxes your body, it relaxes your mind. Same thing happens when you go to sleep at night. Your breathing becomes deeper and, and more more uh, uh, regular, and it just relaxes you. So I would say start deep breathing. Start to start to visualize. For example, if you're a non-smoker, when I hypnotize somebody, I give them suggestions. I say, I want you to see yourself a week or two weeks or two months from now as a non-smoker. What? How is your life different? What's different about it? How do you feel? Like how, how do people around you feel? And I really want to lock in that emotional connection to that because that's what's going to ensure success. Because if they can view themselves in the future without this habit, it's going to make them feel fantastic and it's more apt to be successful. Okay. Wow, so deep, awesome. so deep breathing, deep, deep breathing. breathing. I okay. wrote it down. So I'll, don't worry, I'll post it on my Instagram and show you guys a <laughs> copy of it. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Well, I'm. Derek Wallace in the round. I think it's going to work. Yeah, again? Yeah, you're freezing. Every time you talk, Jackie, you freeze up. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I swear I didn't. I, 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 I think she put a trance on me or something. Okay, what yeah. I'll bend you. What, yeah. <laughs> what are the misconceptions of hypnosis? Okay, so I'll give you the major ones because these are always ones. And, and, and I'll just, I want to start this, and I always start this when I do shows as well. I've never seen hypno, hypno, hypnosis or hypnotism portrayed correctly in media, movies, mm. TV. It's, I've never seen it done correctly. It's always this mystical, magical, powerful thing where yeah. somebody gets hypnotized and they go punch somebody in the face. You know, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work that way. So first misconception is I can't control you. I can't make you do something you don't want to do. Okay. For example, if I were to, you know, hypnotize Rocky and say, when I snap my fingers, you're just going to walk out and punch somebody in the face. The first person you see, of course, she's not going to do that <laughs> <laughs> unless Don't it's something that. she would normally do. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I can't make somebody do something that goes against their 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 ethics or their moral code. The second thing is that you can't get stuck in hypnosis. That's a lot mm-hmm. of the movies portray somebody being stuck and they can't get out. And it's not like that at all. And that's yeah. the fear some people have is they get stuck. It, and it's like saying you're going to get stuck in a daydream or stuck in a nap. At some mm-hmm. point, you just become aware. You, you I, I mean, I and I mm-hmm. again, I use this example. I say to clients, if I hypnotize you and I just ran out the back door, it's not like you're going to be here a week later. Yeah. <laughs> something to yeah. After a minute or two, they're going to be like, where, where the hell did he go? And they'll just get him go home, you know? Um, 
and the yeah. other, the, and one of the other good misconceptions is, is that you're going to somehow give away all your secrets. Now, oh, if that okay. worked, I, I wouldn't have an office. I'd just be hanging around ATM machines. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, right. I wouldn't be here. You know, <laughs> that'd be a lot quicker and easier money. I'll say that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you asked that question, Rocky, because I was thinking all of that. Because when you see TV and the movies, yeah. they always yeah. portray you that way. They yeah. always do it that way. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like it's, it's a lot of learning to meditate, but then having a guide with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that, that's, a, that's a good point you bring up, Jackie, because I, when, I, when I have clients in, I say to them, you've already made this decision mm-hmm. by calling and making this appointment. You've already decided what you wanted. I'm just helping you get there. I'm just a guide to get you there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cash amazing um, solution. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. instead of, because there's a lot of people that don't want to go to therapy. Or from where they're at and don't want to mm-hmm. do all that. So this sounds like a great alternative. So when Absolutely. you make an appointment, mm-hmm. oh, said there's a oh, again. Um, you said, <laughs> can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, keep going. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we are oh even god. up in the we're up in the <laughs> Oh my God! For the love of I think, God! I think you, know, you guys are hypnotized. That's I was gonna say, you know, it's crazy. It's not really happening. You guys just right. think it is, right? Okay, I'll try with Rocky's question. I think I know what she's gonna ask. So, when you make an Rocky, is this your question? When you make an appointment and you make your initial contact, what would be? What should I expect? Like, let's say I'm coming. What, yeah. what should I expect on my first visit with you? Yeah. You're, what, what we're going to do is we're going to sit down and I'm going to go through a lot of the things we've already talked about. I'm going to address myths and misconceptions. I want people to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to ask them questions like, have you ever done meditation before? Have you ever done yoga? Things that are mind-body related. Because those are very helpful. And I usually find that if clients have either meditated or done yoga or any type of, of martial arts is another great uh, example where there's a mind-body connection. If people have done that before. I find that they're a lot, they're, they're much more open to the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we will go through and just start doing relaxation techniques and just starting to get them into that relaxed state. The big thing is whenever somebody comes to talk to somebody, whether it's therapy or hypnosis, you know, I, they don't know me yet. They're coming in and seeing me for the first time and, and they're probably already anxious about it. You know, because that that's a it's a big step to call and actually make an appointment to come to see someone. Mm-hmm. And who knows? They might think I'm an asshole. Who knows? Yeah. I don't I don't know that right off the bat. They might just they might think that. So we have to get that rapport built right up front to make sure they feel safe. Because that's really the big thing. So if you don't feel safe, it's it's you're not gonna be able to relax. Right. Yeah. And then so is this something where like you cause it we talked about the smoking. It can be a one and done or, you know, a couple mm-hmm. sessions and then they move on. Yeah. Um, something like that. 
it's regular. Like every week you get, you know, if somebody wants to build confidence or deal with anxiety mm-hmm. and depression, is it something where every single week they come to you or is it just like, okay, they it like more of like sessions like, okay, we're, we're going to see you four times and then you're going to move on and it'll be that kind it, it of. All, it all depends on the person. It depends okay. on what they need, what they're looking for. Again, a lot of times sessions are one and done. A lot of times it's, it might be, uh, for example, I have a client that I've worked with, gosh, two years ago, I saw him the first time, uh, uh, some anxiety with driving, especially on the freeway. Mm-hmm. And we had one session and I didn't hear from him for almost a year. And he called back and he said, it's been fantastic. It's been great. But all of a sudden, just last week, I, I started feeling this anxiety again. Mm-hmm. So he came back in for what we call a refresher or, or, a, or a revisit just mm-hmm. to kind of get, get him back on track. Yeah. Wow. A lot of times things are permanent and they, they never have to come back. Sometimes it just depends what's going on. If they're and typically when, when they're anxiety related things, there's probably something stressful has come up or they're dealing with something that's kind of thrown them off in their, in their routine. Yeah. Is, is there a habit that's more difficult to change, to transform? Or is it the person? Is it a certain type of person? That makes I, I, I think really one of the hardest things is the smoking that, because that's such an addictive thing. And, mm-hmm. and here's, here's the other thing that, that I always want to make sure people know when they come in to see me, I'm like, you know, after three or four days, the physical addiction is done. Your nicotine withdrawal uh-huh. is, is no more than a week. And the physical addiction is gone. Anything mm-hmm. after that, it's the mental addiction. That oh, hmm. okay. That's really interesting. Yeah, wow, I know this that. is great. Um, yeah. Gina gets her fortune cookie, but David, how can yeah. people find you? They can find me at my website, motorcityhypnotist.com. They can also find me at Motor City Hypnotist on Facebook and um, YouTube, Motor City Hypno on Instagram, and I'm missing one somewhere. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> oh, oh, Twitter. Twitter and Instagram is Motor City Hypno. Okay. And, and and the podcast, Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. It was awesome. so enlightening. So thank enlightening. Oh, happy to be here. Glad. I, 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 let me throw this out there. When we get back in person someday, yes. well, we can have some fun in studio. Oh, yes. 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 I would like that. Yeah. And if somebody wants to come see you, just let's say they have a big performance because you're also an entertainer. So absolutely. Yes. COVID COVID dependent. If somebody's interested in a show, you know, typically the best way to contact me through the website for shows and Mm -hmm. my phone number is there. They can get through, get get through me that way. Cool. and again, it shows there might be a little bit different for the time being, but hopefully once we're past this COVID thing, we'll be back to, to doing big shows. Well, okay, great. Awesome. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. For joining My us pleasure. today. Thank Gina? you. All right, here we go. Whatever makes you feel the sun from the inside out, chase that. Ooh, wow. Cute. Okay. Nice. Perfect. There we go. They're yeah. always good, Gina. Nice. <laughs> thank you and for joining us today. I, we look forward so to much. watching your podcast and seeing you in person. Yeah, Quite a show that would be when you get all of us uh, in the Yeah, studio. that's what I mean. We could, we could have some fun. Oh, I, I, can't. Can't. <laughs> I am so ready. Yay. Yeah. <laughs>
And remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Have a great week, everybody. Happy 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 Wednesday. We'll see you all next week. David, thank you, David. Thank you. Bye. 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 See you, ladies.